right, guys, welcome to Inside the Loop. Today is June 11th, 2020. That's when we're releasing this. So before you ask, is it actually why June, 11th? I'm saying June 11th? I didn't question it. Jimmy did yesterday, and it just ruined the whole intro. Sure, sure. sure. But we're proud to announce we have our first lady. Huge, huge news. We're excited. And honestly, like this we is like, the most that. hype podcast oh, yet. For sure. And everyone we have, it just builds and builds and builds. And to have the first lady here is an honor. Jared, thoughts? Um, I'm super excited for the dynamic of this podcast because we've just been having like gross old men on our podcast. And now we have a um, amazing lady. And so I'm just excited to where this goes and to see where like... Just like how electric it can be, and it is. You know She's what I mean? Houston blood too, which helps us big time. Absolutely, that's a baby age. <laughs> Am I talking in this? You can talk, but we haven't given you. We haven't. That's what I'm saying. We haven't yeah, introduced yeah, yeah. I'll just, you. I'll yet. just stay out of it then. Okay. Okay. Jared, your thoughts were good. You have any uh, words to describe her? Like we've been doing the last couple podcasts. Dude, I don't even know. I or just what? my three words would be. I'm excited. To have a lady on the podcast. Those are good three words. <laughs> that, uh, that's fine. All right, I'm going to dive into it with her intro. Today's guest is a product of none other than Houston, Texas. She attended Second Baptist, where we somewhat crossed paths at some point in the hallways. While she wasn't hitting up the Atrium Cafe before class or crushing Jane's grill at lunch, she was on the mat flipping, stunting, beaming, and shining. McKenna took her talents to the Louisiana State University, where she was a two-time All-American for the LSU gymnastics team. After college, McKenna traveled the country sharing her experiences and wisdom to younger gymnastics girls. She now lives in Austin, Texas, where she serves as a mentor and life coach for gymnasts, as well as coaching at a local gym here. She is also an ambassador for CGGI, or also known as College Gymnastic Growth Initiative. She's a proud owner of an IG blue check mark and possesses her own Wikipedia page. She's also the host of Chalk Talk and the What the Fit podcast. We're proud to announce McKenna Kelly, the first lady. How are you? <laughs> first of all, what an intro. And correct me, correct me. I, I know it's just like a, a shot out of the cannon with what I say. No, so that if was, I miss anything. That was <laughs> great. That was great. No, uh, when we talked about you know, when you'd ask me, like, you know, tell me a little bit about you, I I had to kind of think. I wear a lot of different hats, so that was perfect. You, I think you really encompassed everything <laughs> there for me. But I love that you guys keep saying first lady, like I'm like some political figure, like the first lady. I, you know, if I'll wear that badge of honor. Come on, like that, and we're gonna use that's like a huge. Oh, we're gonna tool. wear that out. Yeah, I'm we're gonna wear out the first lady. Jared, I feel pretty sure. cool. Jared's our merch guy. This might be worthy of like <gasps> the first lady. Merch. Yeah. Oh my god. We could do a hat. I'm gonna freak we out. We need to do hats. Yeah. We could do a hat or a fanny pack. Or like toilet paper. Maybe not toilet paper. <laughs> this went from great, great ideas. And like the, no, steadily, like super good, yeah. and then we just really went downhill from there. Dude, come on. We, we could get our own first lady um bottle of champagne. Jared, okay. So to break the ice, we always do some random questions. Yeah, and just you're gonna like, get random questions throughout the throughout the podcast. Love it, Jared. That's all Jared knows. Whoa, I know. You, to, you ask great questions, <laughs> but give her just give her the. I know how to fix a tire. The run at the mill. <laughs> <laughs> give her the run at the mill opening question. Run at the mill opening question, McKenna is, who is somebody in your life 
not in your life, somebody in this life, and maybe somebody that's dead, that um, you would love to, um, and this isn't for, how do I preface this? Oh, this isn't for like gaining anything. Sure. Um, This is just for the um, plain fact of like, oh my God, this person's cool. I'd love to hang out with him or her for a few hours. So who is somebody that you'd one, just really want to hang out with or two, like go get like lunch with and just be like, this person's awesome. I would love to see what's going on. So two people come to mind. I love Post Malone. Like he is my jam. I think he's so cool. Like he's not like celebrity crush status, but it's more so like, I just think he's cool. Would you share Bud Light with him? I don't even drink Bud Light. I'm a Miller Light. Um, but I would. Is Post, that, Posty's like. I know. His thing is. I know. Bud Light. No, he has a Bud Light like vending machine in his house. I know this, Tucker. Let's be honest here. YouTube. So. Just dive into you, a hole of YouTube with Post Have you Malone. watched? Have you seen I've actually his, seen some stuff. Yes. But he, I mean, I, I don't think he drinks water. No, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. He actually, one of his songs says Bud Light's running through his, his feet. <laughs> so I'm just going to put that out there. Anyway, uh, Post Malone for sure. And then someone who's dead, actually the Apostle Paul. I'd love to Oh, that was sick. Sit That's down. a fire answer. Dude. I just, I love, I love his work. Big fan of his work. No, but I love the way he writes and I think he's just very straightforward and I'd love to like just chat it up with the, him. Uh, the Apostle Paul, actually, I was reading something of, they did all the, um, um, all the people in the Bible, and they made a um, starting five of like a basketball team. That's, awesome. and, like, That's funny. Jesus was running point, and I think they, <laughs> I think they had the Apostle Paul at the shooting guard. So that that that's. <laughs> Amazing that you said Apostle Paul. Thank you. I just Thank had to you. throw that out there. Very random. Yeah. But, no, we're good. Um, and they had uh, your boy Goliath at the center position. Um, <laughs> that standing, seems accurate. Standing tall at nine foot nine inches. Just <laughs> an absolute rim protector. Um, that that was That's what I had for that. <laughs> Thanks for those answers and, answers and... Birch, that was a hell of a rundown on that. Okay. What was your last Google search? Oh, gosh. Oh, how how to easily mount a TV. <laughs> Did it work? So, Did you figure oh, it out? Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it at all. <laughs> it's not on the wall. No, no, it's it's actually, um, it's in my closet now. So that's how that went. Yeah, so. Did you watch TV in your closet? Yeah, no, for sure you don't. I'm just kidding. Um, no, okay, my, so my sister and her husband just came in town and mm. they surprised me. They gifted me with a TV. Um, which was so nice because I, I had like a little small TV and my TV's kind of far from my couch. So I'd literally sit and watch TV like this. And so, well, okay, I got to give you, I got to tell you guys this story. How do you watch TV? <laughs> I got to tell you guys a story. So there, so I've been wanting to get a TV, wanting to get a, a bigger TV that's like been on my to-do list. Um, and one day I got back from a run and I'm like walking back to my apartment and I walk past the dumpster and I double take because there's a 43 inch TV in the dumpster and like, okay, obviously Tucker's face right now. Obviously I'm like, okay, it's in the dumpster for a reason. Whoa. I need one of those. For, I need a dumpster TV. <laughs> uh, yeah. Seriously. I'm thinking if there's any chance that this thing works, what a steal. So what, what brand, do I do? What brand was it? Vizio maybe? I mean, it's a TV. It's a TV. It's a TV. So I take a 43-inch TV. I'm five foot one, so just picture that. 43-inch TV, go up three flights of stairs, go to Walmart to buy the correct power cord for it. It doesn't work, of course. So put it back in the dumpster. Someone actually took it. So 
like someone else. Someone retook someone it. Someone else retook it. So the second time, <laughs> me and then someone else. But I was just hoping, like, if there's any chance that this thing works. And then, so my sister and her husband got me a new TV. Oh, I know. So nice. now I have the little one that I was going to mount in my room, but I don't know how. So it's, you have the TV, yes. but it's just not on the wall. Correct. My, my little but you TV have is a now, new TV. I have a new TV. It's on a That's TV awesome. stand. My little one I was going to mount you, in my have room. Have you given up on the wall mount? I never started. I just saw okay, okay. how much work it was going to be, and I thought, I will mess this up. Okay. So yeah. What do you watch on that TV? A lot of, a lot of YouTube um, sermons lately. Okay. Um, but obviously Netflix. Don't sleep on YouTube. I I love YouTube. As much as like I, I use a TV, I think I yeah. use YouTube more than the actual programs on TV. I hear you. I, I'm not uh, a fan of YouTubers, actually. The whole the, YouTube channel thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, funny because yeah. I have one. I have a YouTube channel. I used to make vlogs, and right. I really didn't enjoy it. YouTube, uh, I feel like it like goes up and down with like how... like I, I think early, like in middle school, I watched YouTube a lot. And then there was like a stint where like I don't think YouTube was in anymore. And then right, it's now, in right now, right it's now, way in. So in. Like way in. It's, it's once people started like monetizing, you can make like a great career just of off straight YouTube Seriously, videos. Seriously. Like the whole influencer, the like influencer thing. Generation Blue check is... mark, as you know, oh. obviously, <laughs> um, and the YouTube vibe. But um, McKenna, whenever you get a chance, go ahead and slap a good old Jared Birch into YouTube and just see what comes Can't up. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Can't um, wait. That's a real, that's a real thing. That's a, that, that's a real, um, you'll fall deep down the Jared Birch YouTube hole. Um, <laughs> One of these nights, but I am <laughs> one of these nights. I'm excited. I don't know why I said nights. Maybe one of these days. Um. <laughs> okay. Another another question we like to ask: Do you have? And maybe this plays into. I think usually our athletes have something routine based in it, and we always like to ask: Do you have a morning routine or a bedtime routine? Yeah. That you constantly repeat every night or every morning. So. I'm, I'm very much a type A person. I mm. love having routine. I thrive off of it. I mean, humans do in general. But mm-hmm. um, for me, it's been really hard post-graduation to – I don't have a head coach telling me what to do anymore. I don't have someone saying, well, like, you know – It's so hard. My whole life – I mean, I did gymnastics for 20 years. And my whole life, I've had someone telling me what to do. Yeah. I'm a great listener. But I don't know what to do if it's on me. So um, that's been really hard to kind of, mm. like, make up a routine that is – for me, it's not mm-hmm. because someone else told me to do it, but also like knowing that this, like it doesn't have to be so strict. So it's it's been kind of it's been kind of hard, but I do I like to wake up, um, read my Bible. Um, I used to work out before work before Corona started, but um, my body's not used to working anymore, yeah. so it wore me out. So I've and kind of playing it by ear. But that's been another thing I think is more so not having routine, playing things by ear because mm-hmm. I'm so used to routine. It's been hard for me to like relax. Um, but I, I do have like specific things I like to do. Um, yeah. I like to read before bed. That's something I just started doing, putting my phone up an hour before I actually go to sleep and reading before I bed. That's I'm, great. Yeah. I'm not, I need to get better at that, honestly. I literally I just TikTok. started. Um, TikTok. TikTok's like the new vine and it's not but it is in the sense of like you get down a rabbit hole and you're not off the yeah. app like that's why I don't have a TikTok because I don't need another social media like running my life I don't need that yeah and this one's like kind of ran by like 13 year old girls and boys and so like Seriously? it's kind of a weird dynamic of like wow these 14 year olds that dance in the mirror are running my life <laughs> yes like, and so why do I want to be a part of this? I don't Help, know. I can't stop it's scrolling. Drug. It's literally a drug. TikTok's like, a drug. It's addictive. Don't do drugs, kids. Dare. Don't do TikTok. <laughs> Jared, what time do you wake up? 
What time did you wake up today? I woke up. Oh well, I woke up today at nine fifteen because Tucker Cascadin thinks it's fun to throw the. So I'm on the top bunk. Okay, keep that in mind. And the light on the ceiling of the roof is right maybe there. six inches away from my face. <laughs> and so it was like one of those like incubation labs where oh you gosh. have to freaking you get a little bird egg and you put a light as close as you can to it so it'll grow. That's how I felt. And so it's nine fifteen in the morning and Tucker Cascadin thinks that. I don't know, maybe he thinks he's the only person in the house. And so he throws on the light. And when I tell you my retinas were burning, <laughs> they were burning as I was burning trying to... It was burning a hole yeah. through through my eyelids. Sure. Do you yeah, understand no, why? That this, the the light not. was so close to my it. eyes that it, it was burning a hole through my retina. And, and so I got up at 9.15 today. Um, I got out of bed maybe at 10.30, but... One more hour. 11:30. No, I was in the car. I was what I was in the car at 11:15. Jared, I woke up this morning because we had to prepare for a very important podcast. <laughs> the first lady. The first lady. So I was urging you to get out of bed so we could be on the same wavelength. Okay, well now there's holes in my retina and now I can't <laughs> see. So Okay. All right, all right. It's for Mo- the wavelength. Moving on. Jared, you have one more question before we d- um, jump into wow, her life. Wow, I have literally so many questions, but um what is your opinion on the monarch butterfly? I'm sad. I'm sad that there are a limited, there's a limited few left. Um, actually, no, speaking of butterflies, my grandmother, there's a story for this. There's a story, folks. My grandmother was an art teacher and she loved, she was incredible at painting. Obviously, if you're an art teacher, I hope you're good at art. She, But she would paint butterflies all the time. It was so, so beautiful. She passed away a good number of years ago, um, but at my sister's wedding, actually, like as my sister and her husband, like were saying their vows, getting mm-hmm. married, like a butterfly flew and like landed right in front of what? them. It wasn't a monarch butterfly. But, All right, Jared, good question. Great. But question. it was really good cool. Question. I think I was the only one who noticed, but obviously I can't say that. Oh, Mid ceremony, guys, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be a legendary cool. picture if there's a butterfly flying like during the like the I do thing. Yeah. Um, and there's a butterfly and it's just like then you could get a tattoo of a butterfly because <laughs> it's get, like, like meaningful. Right on your lower back, like, it's perfect. <laughs> are you, are you a honestly, tattoo girl? Am I a tattoo girl? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not opposed to him. Um. I thought about getting a tattoo, but I'm, I don't really know of what. So I think tattoos are cool, especially when people have stories for them. You know, our boy Tucker Cascadens uh, inked up over there. I do. I saw it. He big, bit. big idea guy. Big I asked, idea guy. <laughs> I asked him, uh, we Albert were on the boat Einstein. the other day and I asked him, it's like, what's, what's your tattoo? He's like, oh, just big idea guy. Like super creative. It's a light, <laughs> it's awesome. a light bulb it's a light on my, yeah. on my like, lat. Yeah. No. So I just tell people I have really good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I mean, you're a content guy. So I was like, awesome. Like I, I believe it. She bought it though. I did. She, I, was like, I usually say it as a joke. So people, so people like laugh about it or whatever. Yeah. But Ken was like, oh, nice. All right, I'm cool. like also one of those people, like it's, it's my vice, but like also something I love about myself. Vice means like weakness, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Just making sure. Okay. It's a good and a bad thing. Just I'll put that out there. Um, I never want to make people feel bad about themselves or bad at all. Like, cause that's the worst feeling ever. We've yeah. all experienced that. And so like, if you have something you're proud of, I'm going to be your hype girl. I'm be like, that is sick. I love it. Good for you. While we're on tattoos. Yeah. Our man to our right. <laughs> isn't I guess he's not do you have to be like sworn in by the state to be like a professional tattooist I, I don't think Jared's he's not tattooist yeah. tattoo artist tattoo artist tattooist he uh Jared I have given I have not received it's kind of like the bread of Christ <laughs> oh, oh 
oh, he's given a tattoo. Poke. I don't know why I said stick that. and pokes. Yeah, I. Do you know what a stick and poke is? I think. So. Mm-hmm. Explain it. Okay, so like basically in junior college, you get a um, safety you get a, pin. You get a, yes, basically a safety pin and some ink. And um, then you just start stabbing each other and you try to make it into some like a tattoo. I've seen DIYs. And so it is a yeah, it's a do it yourself. Um, Is that what DIY is? Okay, it's a do it yourself. And so my one of my best friends in junior college. um, Oh, wait, actually, some people don't know this story. I don't know if I can say it. One some random some random kid in junior college that I didn't really know that much. um, Let me um, tattoo him. With a do-it-yourself, and I've I've given like five out before. Wow! And I've given so usually the thing is is just a cross. It's just like a little boop 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 boop, boop. and it's like and it's a cross. But uh, he came. He's like, I want a totem pole. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he actually. Got, <laughs> he gave you like the Mona he Lisa. Actually, yeah, he actually wanted the like, Mona Lisa. It took yeah. So he wanted a um he wanted initials, and so I initialed his butt. <laughs> With, Branded with with my little his with your his crack was out and I just went do, 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 and it was clean made him shower but um, tattooed his butt there you go wow so prior to this whole conversation <laughs> when I asked Jared if he had another question I thought he was going to ask you what your last purchase on Amazon was um, actually this Yeti um, um, lid oh the lid the lid the lid the lid the lid the lid SpongeBob anyone. <laughs> No? All right. Sure. It's fine. I'm 23. I'm 23. It's cool. Not a fan of Spongebob? Big fan of Spongebob. Oh, my gosh. So you know what I'm talking about. The lid. The Dude, lid. you can't say you're a huge you fan. You can't say that. I'm said. literally quoting it. You can't say, say it's, the lid. It's an, the forget lid. it. Forget it. I just got this. The lid. Yes. It's a vivid... It, like, I... Patrick's trying to open a mayonnaise jar, and he can't do it. He can't find the lid. And so Spongebob's saying, no, the lid. And he keeps sliding his hand around <laughs> everywhere but the lid on the jar. So it's was like the lid, the lid. Anyway, got this lid because I lost mine. Or I left it in Houston and I won't go back. So. Birchie, stay hot. Stay hot, man. All right. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're, we're transitioning Do it. into the life of our first lady, McKenna Kelly. First lady. Uh, we talked prior to this recording about your sisters. Yes. And your family. Yes. So you're, I guess, the whole family, but your dad. Yes. Are female or just well yeah that's that is that is what that would mean you are correct <laughs> there's a lot of female in there this is. family big big uh, how, estrogen based family yeah. how was that how fun was that growing up um it's been more fun as we're older and we're not fighting about like mm-hmm. dolls and little yeah, things yeah, yeah. um it, it is truly the biggest blessing i don't mean to sound cliche but i know a lot of people aren't close with their siblings and that is like, I can't even mm-hmm. imagine that because my sisters are my best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, my older sister and I, we did everything together. We would tell people we were twins. We would match on purpose. We would share birthday parties. We shared bedrooms. Like we did everything together. We still kind of do. Um, and then my younger two sisters, um, they're pretty close too. But as a whole group, we are, we're, we are a lot. We're all like super, super goofy. So when one of us is goofy, it's like, it's like a, I don't mean to say this, but it's like a virus and everyone, yeah. <laughs> everyone just gets it. And, um, it's God, we're yeah, too soon. Sorry, I guess. But, uh, no, we're, we're a hoot. We're for sure. Did y'all ever you know when your kids are, or, or you're just young, you just, you're trouble, like troublemaking. Sure. Did y'all ever, is there a specific moment like in the house where you like made your parents really mad cause y'all broke something or, or y'all, or, you know, it could have been 
you're doing stuff with friends outside of home, did but, ever, but like, who's got back to the house? Like, did you ever get in trouble where you like you think of one moment and you're like, oh, um, yeah, we're done. <sighs> or y'all were just good, we were pretty honestly like straight head we were <laughs> little girls. For I would like we, yeah, we got in trouble. Like we did silly things, but like it was never concerning. It was more like, oh my gosh, like you're just a little kid, mm-hmm. like. Um, like we used to, we used to not be allowed to watch PG thirteen movies, and so we'd go to sleepovers, and we'd the girls Throw would want to watch them. Throw but on. we would call home. At least I did. I would call home every time. Can I watch this movie? No I could not live with the way. guilt. No way. Still can't to this oh, day. I'm wow. really bad at that. Yeah, um, it's a good thing. I'm a bad liar. <laughs> Don't lie. I can't lie. That that'd be more. That'd be better. Jared, did you ever this? So McKenna saying that makes me think of when I was. I can't remember how. Maybe it was like fifth grade. Before I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So what was I? I was, I was three? double digits. Oh. And, digits. And I always would stay up or like sneak down and I would watch Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh. oh I loved Courage. My, did you like scaring yourself? Terrifying. 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 And it was still like it, the weirdest, to this day, most I'm like, bizarre. It's very strange. You know what? That that rings a memory. But it gave me like a rush. Like oh, I was no. like. No, because any moment my parents could. Yeah, 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 yeah. That reminds me. I used to, I did TV in my room and I would watch Adult Swim. I was yeah, way too young. Yeah, it was like a robot chicken. Sit, but robot yeah, chicken. Yeah. That would be way too robot late. Chicken. I can hear One the, with like the french fries. Like the guy was a, a thing of french yeah, fries. Yeah, no, I know. Wait, the meatball. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah, I thought yes. that, I turned it off. I was like, I can't. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that one. But I used to sit with my fingers on four and three. <laughs> that was that was Nickelodeon. Yes, I would was. sit there and like just it, just in case I heard anything, click. No, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching Nick. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Wow. Another thing. You're savages. We used to have to put our phones up at 10 p.m. Ooh. And I think this was just my dad having daughters mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, we used to put our phones up at 10 p.m. But I would pretend to fall asleep and put my phone in my pillowcase and pretend to fall asleep. So when my dad would come and check on me. He'd see him asleep. So I wasn't on my phone, like, and he didn't think about my phone. Did if he I'm ever asleep. come in, like, no, never. Seeing if it's leaning never. out anywhere. Never. He just wanted to make sure I was asleep. And as soon as he'd leave, yeah, text, text, text. Yeah. Yep. I I did that a few times where, where I would hear the door open and like I would try and lock it before it came in, and I think like my parents would walk in and like they could, too late. They just, yeah, yeah. They saw like the light, the, like go, <laughs> and, like, and as the, it was going off, and I was like, God, like, so close. McKenna, I've got like a. So being a boy, I've got like nightmare um, girl daughter like yeah. things that happen to me, not that happen to me that, that maybe you're potentially. Afraid of. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm most afraid of is having four daughters, right? And them wanting to put makeup on me, <laughs> and and me being a good dad, right? You're gonna um, let them. letting them. You're gonna let them. And so did that? Did y'all ever do that? Um, I want to say yes. I mean, we weren't allowed to wear makeup till we were twelve. So like. We were a little bit older, so I feel like we weren't really in that phase. Sure, write that one down. Girls would wear makeup. Make yourself. Yeah. Daughters don't get makeup no till makeup twelve. Until um, do that, teenager. Um, is that is that old? Twelve. Yeah. That's uh, what sixth grade. Six. I think that's sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I never know ages with grades anymore. I'm like, I, I have to grade, think of. 13? I think I was fifteen freshman year of high school. So then I, I can I can I can go with high school, but like middle school, I'm like, what are you for? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we've mentioned how you're from Houston, but you did live outside of the state of Texas I at did, one point. Tucker, in life. where where did I live? Uh, in West by God, Virginia, and West three, Virginia, West Virginia. Uh, how did you end up there? And so, yeah, explain. How y'all got there? Yeah. Uh, 
how it was living there. Yeah. Because I know we've shared some stories about my time in college in Morgantown. What was it like from your side of the world? Yeah. Um, so backstory, my mom, um, I don't know how to like just say this, but okay. She won the Olympics in yeah. 1984, Mary Retton for gymnastics. Um, she, she's actually from Fairmont, West Virginia. Okay. Which I'm is very familiar with, with Fairmont. Yeah. yeah. It's so it's kind of like Fairmont, Morgantown, Bridgeport. Like I it's think just, we had for baseball, r- uh, this ridiculous challenge that yeah. coach thinks the team will benefit from. Sure. Always, and we always had, a challenge like that. <laughs> being in the Big 12, he decided that we're going to walk 12 miles. And so I think we went to Fairmont and walked from Fairmont like back to Morgantown <laughs> through like this like trail, hiking trail. Oh my gosh. And like <laughs> ne- the next day I was the most sore I've ever been. And I was no, like, for sure. Did not benefit from this. Like, yeah, I am so not I'm actually hurting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but my mom is from Fairmont. Um, and so she kind of like owns the town at this point. Like she has streets named after her, parks That's named so after cool. her. Yeah, it, it's That's pretty so cool. cool. Like she's like the hometown here. I mean, it's a tiny, tiny little town. Yeah. And she was, um, how many? She's four siblings. She's the last of five. Um, and so I don't know. She just kind of has, she's a really cool story. But um, we moved up there because my dad got his first college football coaching job in my mom's hometown. Um, right. Yeah. Wow, and so this we moved. city is we moved back that there. Part, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, that's why we moved back there. Um, we actually, my the year before, my dad had surprised my mom with um, like a vacation home in West Virginia, mm-hmm. which is kind of something she's always wanted just because mm-hmm. every summer we, that's where my dad's side of the family isn't married. They don't have kids. So all of my cousins are on my mom's side of the family. Um, so we'd go up like every other summer um, and see our family. We never had a place to stay. And so mm-hmm. my dad's like, well, like, let's, let's, you know, let's build a house. So he did it in secret. My mom didn't know at all. And it was her Christmas present. And it was so cool. I remember driving up the drive and she's like, oh my God. Yeah. So, no, um, but that became. the La Quinta. Yeah, no, no, we would stay with like our cousins, but like they didn't have, there's, our family's huge. They didn't have the room for that. So, um, yeah, so we, we made a permanent home up there and it ended up being our permanent home when we moved up there. But, um, yeah, that, that's kind of, we lived there for about four years, wow. three, four years. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, time. I loved it. I loved it. But I say I loved it because I'm from Houston. Mm-hmm. I think foundationally there's so much to do in Houston and there's so yeah. much opportunity and in smaller towns there's not. And so I think coming mm-hmm. from a background where there was so much, moving to like a simpler life was mm-hmm. just so nice. Um, yeah, what? It was refreshing. I mean, there's probably so many differences and I can attest to this just from, from for college moving there, but what like what was like a difference like on the weekend? Like yeah, okay, like school's out for the weekend. Don't go like wrangle compared <laughs> compared to like a weekend in Houston hang out sure. with your friends yeah, to sure. like in West Virginia. Um Honestly, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really thinking about the weekends. Just every day was just different. Um from gymnastics, like just the intensity mm-hmm. of life was so laid back and so chill and so nice, especially coming from like such a busy city yeah. um, and having such a busy life with such a big family. It was so nice to just unwind and like kind of go with the flow. Like, so my gym, um, it was actually, we were actually coached by the same coach that coached my mom before the Olympics, before she moved to Texas to train. Yeah, it's crazy. That is insane. That's like Master Jedi. It's, that's, it's crazy. That's cool. Um, wow. So we were coached by her same coach, um, but we were, our gym was right here and literally like the, here's this, the gym, the street, the high school football stadium. So, and 
gymnastics is, I think, a completely different sport because it's not a sport where, yeah, I mean, you have a comp- competition yeah, season. Yeah, we have so many See, questions. See, so, I have so, so many questions about okay, what well, you're about to say. We'll get into this. We have yeah. a competition season, but we are a sport you have to train year-round. Like, yeah. it's not something... I was talking to... I don't remember who I was talking to this about, um, but uh, considering the pandemic right now, like, mm-hmm. it's been really hard for our gymnasts because it's not like you can go outside and kick the ball around and, and yeah. still work on your stuff. Like, you need your equipment to, to continue to train and your, yeah. and your muscle memory to keep up and... Um, so being a gymnast, you're sacrificing so much as a kid, like school dances, sleepovers, and you're missing out on all of that. And, um, going, living in West Virginia, uh, it was just so much more laid back and getting to high school. We could literally, we would finish practice, run upstairs, get ready and run across the street to football games. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun. You would never think about how like important or how how much that means to you. Oh my gosh. It was so describing West Virginia, like how simple it is and like how much just that meant to you. So did the entire like city go to the football games? Oh yeah. Like everyone. It's exactly small. It's exactly what you think. Small town football. It's, it's a blast. Um, that reminds me of that Jimmy Neutron, um, movie where, uh, they're all going to the music festival or the theme park and they're like, anyone that's, oh, anyone's oh, oh. gonna be there, you know, and like all the cool kids go, but like, I don't know. That's what it reminded me of. I haven't watched a movie in forever. All right. So you did hit on gymnastics a little bit, a little yeah. bit, and I think this is a good transition into sure. t- talking about gymnastics to a couple boys that just don't know yeah i know the, the know details of the sport right you know so like questions i have are you know where do you start because i know levels are associated with gymnastics you said there's a competing season mm-hmm. when is that um what are programs like like for baseball we have select teams when you're outside of school uh, you guys have travel ball, ball travel too. Travel ball. Uh, so, like, if there's an equivalent to that, and like, how does scoring work? Because I know they're yeah. different competing. Uh, oh, I've got that. Just reminded. There's me. so many things. There's so many things. Okay, yeah, I'm, you guys have a lot of questions. So answer those, and then I'm not even gonna say mine right now. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, that was that's a lot to unpack. Okay. okay. Um, and you can simplify the best. Yeah, I will. It I will do the best to, I can. Yeah, okay. It, so here we go. You guys ready? Also, wait, I've got one one dramatic okay. question. This can just be a yes or... <laughs> right this, before. This, this could be just a yes or no answer. All right. So have you ever seen Dance Moms? Yes. You know how it's like super dramatic and yes. all the women are yelling at each other yes. and like it's like my daughter's better than your daughter. How much drama is um, filled yeah. in the um, gymnastics world yeah. when, it, when you're like four to like 12? <laughs> no, 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 for sure. I, I mean, it's a real thing. I think, I think any sport or anything in general where there's competition involved, like... Mm-hmm. Especially parents, they're gonna they're gonna stand up for their kid and to an extent and, and you know want the best for their kid. And I get that, but um, the drama is yeah. There's definitely crazy gym moms is what we call them. Crazy, crazy gym, gym mom. moms, like the you know the mom that like lives through her kid or like mom's yeah. like my kid's going to the Olympics and the kid's like I hate this. Like you know what yes. I mean? Um, oh, yeah. And especially being a coach, I'm seeing more and more of that. Oh, um, like, so you've got a good view now. Yeah, I mean, obviously being a gymnast, I've yeah. seen it myself, yeah. but yeah. being a coach and like having to handle that part, I'm like. <laughs> How do I nicely say this? Like, you know. I kind of think of a, have you seen the movie Stick It? Yeah. I know, I know I you know have. you have. Jared, I don't think it was you have. everyone's favorite movie. <laughs> I purposely it's, made sure so it wasn't it's a, it's a movie about gymnastics, whatever. I think Kurt Russell's in it. But there's one mom that's just very, yes. like, this is my daughter. She's the best. Like, she needs to be. Uh, treated the best, that kind of thing, Jerry, that you're talking about. The crazy gym mom. Yes, the yes. crazy gym mom. And she she thinks like she deserves like better treatment than everybody. And so like when Jerry was describing like, you know, the dynamic of parents and stuff, I think of that. And I'm like, 
is there like is that sometimes yeah, true? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, especially when kids start out in the same level together and they become really good friends and then one kid moves up yeah. a level, one Ooh, kid doesn't get a skill. That. And and it's funny because not all the time the kids don't even notice. The kids don't care. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so sweet seeing a coach and seeing the kids cheer each other on. Like if, if one kid's having a hard time with a skill, um, one of the girls will be like, you can do this. Remember yesterday you did so good. I'm like, this That's is, so pure. It's so sweet. That's I'm like, so do great. this more. I love this. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't even start with the kids always sometimes. Sometimes the parents are the ones that notice and like they'll break up a friendship but it's sad oh, it's really God. sad like you know they'll put it in their heads and the kid didn't even realize but um yeah no it, it can be intense and um especially the level the level moving up and, the, so, and who's getting what skill and that's kind of i, think, kinda I think we'll start there yeah so you start at level one so yeah so i mean getting into gymnastics you'll usually start in classes like recreational classes yeah. you don't go immediately to team mm-hmm. um kind of like t-ball you know and then you okay. make mm-hmm. your way up to like a more of a legitimate thing mm-hmm. um but yeah, you'll go on to team or pre-team, which is kind of like you're starting to, to get more into of a routine of gymnastics. You're working on the fundamentals, you're working on the basics. And then um, from there, it's like the coaches will move you up if you're ready to do more hours, if you're ready to do more days um, during the week. Um, as you make your way to team, yeah, that's when the levels really start. That's when you start competing levels mm-hmm. one through 10 is really how it is. Um, and then it's kind of different in gymnastics. There's two paths you can take. You can do levels one through 10, um, and then go to college or you can, um, do what's called elite. So that's okay. like what Simone Biles does. That's a level Simone. Okay. That, that's the Olympic level is the elite okay. level. Um, so you can train elite, which is just completely different. It's, it's very, um, you're, you're going to national team training camps. You're on the national team. You're competing internationally mm-hmm. um, and not a lot of the year. Um, so for if you're doing the levels, which is called J.O., um, Junior Olympic levels, um, you're going to be you have a competition season. So January through April, May, okay. January through May is going to be levels one through ten or Gosh, I gotta go back. I gotta take a step back now. Okay, so levels one through six are called compulsory. Okay. Level seven through ten is optional. So compulsory, everyone's doing the same routines. It's okay. very basics. It's like handstands. It's like forward rolls. It's like the little, the little baby right. gymnastics. You're getting used to competition. You're trying to build your more skill set. Exactly. Type stuff. For more fundamental fundies. stuff. More fundies. They compete August through November, December, oh, wow. and then the optional level will compete January through May. Is that I the believe. triple seven twenty backflip, double handspring, um, twisting turn bypass? So it's not because that isn't a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, so competition is just it's completely different. But uh, JOs, they compete a lot. They compete about every other weekend from or maybe every two to three weekends from January to April. Mm-hmm. Elite, you can pay, compete, compete. That's not a word. You can bite. Back in West Virginia. Back in West Virginia. <laughs> you um, you can compete like five times a year, but it's it's obviously more intense and you're doing things like the Olympics. Um, so it's a whole lot. In those levels, yeah. the, the ones that you just said. Are you competing for, do you compete in, to get, yeah, like what, like, I don't want to really be like, what are you, what are you competing for? Are you like trying to make a team? Are you trying to like make the Olympic team? Are you trying to get seen at by a college? Yeah. Okay. So it, it, it depends. Yeah. It depends on, um, again, what level are, if you're training, if you're in the elite world, um, you're competing for the United States of America. You're okay. competing for, or you're trying to compete for a, a spot on the national team. They have mm-hmm. like, you know, those qualification meets. If you, if you hit like a certain score, you're on the team. Yeah. If not, you're not. Um, 
So, but in terms of like levels seven, eight, nine, those are, it's just kind of, it's just kind of like a pyramid, right? So you're, you're starting, you have to start at like level one and build the basics and level two and level three. So it's getting more narrow because the basics become just part of you and like your skill level becomes more difficult, but you have to have those basics. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of a way I could explain it in baseball, but I don't think I know enough. It's like, Pitching. Do you pitch? Are you a pitcher? I, oh, don't get Jared started on the pitching. Just, okay, I'm just trying pitch. to think of like, okay, you have to. You throw 70. You have then to. You throw 75. Exactly. Yes. You, yeah, could, you can't, you throw, can't throw 90 if you can't throw 70. Yeah. So that's yeah, what I mean. Okay. So you have to like start with the little basics. And as you move up levels, it's because your your fundamentals are down um, and because you're able to do a harder skill set. Yes. So, yes. Um, but level 10 is usually you're in high school at that point. So okay. that's okay. kind of the recruiting age. Um, at least that's kind of the track. That you go. I think that was super, like, from your world, that was a super simplified way. Yeah, I, I can't believe that was a simplified way. And I, I can't know what's sorry, going on. No, 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 no. I can't so stress how intense the gymnastics world just sounds. That sounds insane. That's why I said the dance mom thing, because, like, there, it, there can be so, especially if you're the one deciding, like, do, are they ever, like, is a mom ever, like, McKenna, like, you better put my daughter to level two, like, all this. <laughs> Not yet. Not, especially because our season's canceled, considering the, the pandemic. But no, I'm sure that will uh, happen. I know my head coach. Um, I'm sure he has to deal with a lot of that. I mean, but that's anything, you know, yeah, people yeah. are going to stand up for, for, um, their kid. And, and I appreciate that. And I respect that. But I mean, that, that is part of it. Wow. I, that, I can't believe that was a simple, simplified thing. That's insane. <laughs> that was like the best so example. I could how, how many can, does anybody ever jump from level like two to four or like, yeah, how quickly sure. can you move up? For to sure. Like, no, that's a great question. So yeah, it really just depends. This just hit me. Yeah. You're describing the levels thing. Minor league ball. Yeah. Like minor league to majors. Yes, to major exactly. Major leagues are like a select. Group, yeah, you know? that's a good point. That that's a good way to think of it cool. for sure. Um, what was your question again? It was basically how quickly can you move up in the levels? Yeah, and like so you can. I mean, you can jump from level two to level five if you wanted to. Okay. You just have to get all the skills. So like mm-hmm. each. So there's there's four events: vault, bars, beam, and floor, and they each have different requirements, different skills you have to have um, to build up your score. Mm-hmm. So each skill has a different value. So like there's values A through like F. F is like crazy stuff like Simone Biles does. Yeah. Um, so the triple bypass. The triple bypass, even though that is not that is like a surgery. Um anyway. <laughs> but um yeah, so each skill has a certain value and each um event has like certain requirements. Like you have to meet this value and, and then you all like because they have a value, they all add up to the perfect 10. So everyone mm. starts at a 10 and deductions work by like, you know, breaking down. So like, oh, oh she wow. bent her leg. That's ha- that's a 10th off. Yeah. So now she's at a 9-9. Nine, nine. Are judges like crazy strict? They can. It, it depends. It depends. And it also depends on person it, as well. Unfortunately, like good and bad, you know, like yeah. the bias does play in, especially in college. Oh my gosh. There was this huge debate. Um, not really debate, more of just like. An outrage, I guess, no matter in the what gymnastics sport it is, world. The, the judges, the refs, refs and the judges. Umpires. There's yeah. always something, right? Oh. In the college world, OU um, gymnastics is like the cream of the crop. They've won so many national championships. Like, I like I can't even understand how untouchable they are. Like, it's beyond. I don't. I do not get what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but so many other colleges are really, really good too. But we, like every other school, always says like, well, if they were wearing an OU Leo, that would have been a ten. Like, there's so uh, many. Oh. There's so many bias. It's it's very true though. Like it, mm. there's a lot of really really good gymnastics in the college world that doesn't get scored the the way they should just because they're not at the national championship every 
every year. And, okay. it, and it sucks. And it's not fair because that's what keeps it interesting, right? I mean, if it's not the best of the best isn't that good that year, then don't give it to them. You know, like, so it's just, it's frustrating. It's political, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. So you're kind of saying that they can have this good, because it's not based, like in baseball, you can be North Dakota state penitentiary yep. and if you beat yep. everyone you're going to win the championship exactly they're, they're because but because I think gymnastics is different our the outcome isn't in our hands right we can do we could go out there and do the best gymnastics we have ever done and the, and the judge if they want to it's up to them they score us and they're going to tell us where, what our next move is okay so we could wow. be, and that, that's my point exactly like North Dakota State mm-hmm. could literally be better than OU but because the judges don't under like because they have a bias they're not going to give them that so we, we like we have to change oh, okay. judging. Like it shouldn't be based on the Leo or their background was or there, what they've done. Was there ever a meet call them meets, right? Yeah. Where you yes. go into it and you know that like the who the judges are that day and you're like, Oh, Karen's on Karen's My coaches on Karen. no, you no, would no, say my, Karen. Karen. Oh my gosh, of course. That's like the new that's the new word. Karen huh? with the Don't bob be a cut. Karen guys. Yeah, the bob Don't be cut. a Karen. <laughs> um, okay. I had That'd be good merch. Don't be um, a Karen. <laughs> Ooh, so put it down. this is um, this is something that um, we can patent if you want to start this. Okay. So we start a gymnastics thing, and when you compete, you don't compete with Leo. You compete completely unbiased. You wear something gray, and you can't tell what school that would you're be from. Amazing. And so the judges have to the judges have to score you based on how you actually did, but they have no idea where you're from. Whether that's you're from the argument. whether you're from Nevada or yes. Oklahoma. And then, yes. And then and at the then end, when you win, you Superman. You Superman it. This is where. I, oh wow. Dude, you think we all did that? it, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you think about that? I just thought about that as she was saying that. Really? Yeah. Because she, I was like, well, what's a way we can fair this up? And I was like, well, the bias on the whatever team they're from, let's just make it to where the judges don't know what team they're from. It's really, no. Like, the, I've I've actually said that before. I don't know. Like, we like we all get to the national championship. But you know you know gymnasts' faces. Like, especially there's girls who've been to the Olympics, oh, yeah, don't take true. the sponsorship yeah. money, yeah. and go to college and can Which compete with eligibility. It's crazy. Yeah, there's... This past year, there were two Olympians from at UCLA. Uh, they just graduated, mm-hmm. um, and then there was one. She was she was pretty much an Olympian. She didn't go to the Olympics, but she right. went to Olympic trials. She's she's literally the Michael Jordan of gymnastics. Her name's oh, Maggie. Oh Eccles. my god! No, she's. They actually did. Um, I know. Um, I think it was Shaquille O'Neal, or I don't know. I can't remember. Um, they put a picture of her with all of her national championship rings and a picture of. Um, I think like Michael Bill Jordan Russell or Michael Jordan. I yeah. think I think it's Michael Jordan. I'm just trying to picture who it is. The with rings, the rings. Or like yeah. Tom Brady's got six. Or exactly. Six. Yeah. No, like she's like the Tom Brady of gymnastics. Okay, so, college gymnastics. So transitioning, we've we've talked about gymnastics and, and how it works and levels and scoring. What was your specialty? My best event was floor. Floor. Yeah. And that's where you like make the routine stuff, right? Yes. That's like all the dance yeah, it's and like cre- all the flipping. Is, is it like well, the most cre- I mean, everything cool. everything you have to be creative with as sure. far as routine, but like would you say like that say, could yeah. be the most creative? I'd say yeah, that's a good that's a good way or to put show it. Show your personality. Definitely. More. Definitely. I mean the name of gymnastics is actually called artistic gymnastics. And Ooh. so you it, it's a performance based thing. You mm-hmm. have to like and they've tried to each year they kind of tweak the rules in gymnastics and, and you know things they're looking for and requirements yeah. and that sort of thing and they've really tried to put more focus on the artistry because it was it became very like tumbling based and so they wanted to put more focus on that but no way when yeah. at what age did you say like okay like this is my thing yeah. I'm gonna get better at that or 
was it when you got to college? You're like, all right, McKenna, I think you're better at four. We're going to stick you to this. So that's kind of how it works is you kind of, you do every event pretty much unless there's like an injury or like a, a real limitation. You do every mm-hmm. single event um, throughout your career. And in college is when you get there and you kind of fine tune and pick. Cause you guys know with a team, it's like you put your best, you put your best man up. Yeah. Jared's kind of figuring out if he wants to stick to pitching yeah. or if he wants to right. s- it's, stay, in, stay with hitting in too. In high school, you can do you both do things. Both. Exactly. But in then college, in you, college, you make you you gotta pick. be like, all right, you we need a pitcher. So exactly. you're gonna pitch. You exactly. Know? Yeah, that's that's kinda how it, it, it becomes is um you kinda you know look at what you have and, and see where you need people and um if, if someone's really good and is gonna make the lineup in every event, then they'll keep training everything. But I stopped training bars um just because i wasn't i was is uh, that the one that you do that it's the two bars so that's um parallel bars and that's for men that's cool yeah okay i don't know bars the one where they go from literally like the 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 skinny like little like chin-up bars those are sick and they're like transitioning from one to the other yeah backflip to the other one and then and then at the end you do a backflip and you and then it's like the yeah then you know they're about to fly off and try and stick their landings like yeah Wait, okay. So I've got a question about yeah. the floor. Um, do the judges... Okay, so this is going to be kind of a packed question. But okay. one, my first question is, do you make your own routine slash who do you make it with? Mm-hmm. Like, do you sit down with somebody and you're like, I, I'm really good at this. We need to do this. Or is there like, do you get a sheet that says like, you've got to do one backflip you got to do one whatever handspring mm-hmm. you got to do two tumbles like what is the criteria do you know what the judges are going to be judging you on yes okay. yes to all of that okay um you usually have a choreographer or if you're good at making up dance okay. and making up a routine you can do that on your own mm-hmm. um in the lower levels it's more just like here's your routine because like a 12 year old doesn't she's so right. awkward yeah. like yeah. you would be so surprised when you have a cute little gymnast 12 year old like you want her to like shake your shoulders and she's like I'm yes. so uncomfortable. Yeah. So like, they don't really get an option there because um, they don't know what they want. But when you get older, you definitely have a style at that point okay. and usually work with someone who knows how to choreograph for you specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there, there's definitely like a rule. We, I mean, we have a rule book of requirements. Like I was okay. saying earlier, like each event has a certain amount of requirements and um, yeah, you just have to fit it in in a minute and 30. Um, do you have a one of your like best routines or like do you have a routine like that we could watch? Yeah, <laughs> I would love to watch. Yeah, one of those. we'll pull. Don't worry, we'll pull stuff. Okay, so I need. On social. I, yeah. I think I need to watch that. That's the coolest thing. Like, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. So, you mentioned your mom. Yeah. And I, this is about you. So I, I, I just want to yeah. ask this. I appreciate that. Wh- like, what age did you fully grasp like who your mom was? I, I know you got yeah. into gymnastics young, but I can't imagine like five year old McKenna like really knew the impact that Not your mom clue. had in the sport. Not a clue. Yeah. Your mom is the Michael Jordan. Pretty much. I mean, but um, <laughs> I always I always tell people this um, when they find out who my mom is, I don't know what they expect me to say, because to yeah. me, she's just been mom. She's right. always been mom. She's always I, she grounds me. She would spank me. She'd make <laughs> me clean my room. Me. She'd make me dinner like she was mom to me. Um, and, and this kind of goes back to the crazy gym moms. My mom was never in the gym ever. I would have said like pick your me mom up had to have had the like. She's been through it all. Oh, exactly. How I'm not exactly, yeah. exactly. But she would pick us up from school, drop us off, and be like, "Peace, see you later." Like, <laughs> I'll pick you up when it's time. And like, if anything, my mom had every right to be that mom, to be exactly. the crazy, to be the crazy one. Like, she's no, like, you I don't do this, care. Do we, yeah. I have, I have three sisters, and we all did gymnastics at one point. And she's like, "Girls, if you want to do it, awesome. If you don't, even better. Like, Heck I don't yeah. care. Whatever I you want to do." And that that That's was really awesome. cool for us. But to answer your question, I don't think I 
ever grasp the enormity of yeah. what she did, right. um, who she is, and like what she did for the country and for the sport. Really, not till I got older, at least, probably seventeen. So when, as you grew up, and like the way you talk about it now, doesn't sound like there was ever like weight on your shoulders for that. No, not from my mom. Um, I think from outsiders, yeah, yeah. But I never, I never felt that. If anything, it would be more annoying that. I, I was trying to make my own path and my own journey in my gymnastics career. Mm-hmm. And I was very much called Mary Loretton's daughter yeah. and it was never McKenna. And that, yeah. that is when it was like, Oh, I'm working so hard and I want to be me. That's and so that was the only, that was the only thing. Sometimes at LSU, they would, um, the network would play my routine and my mom at the same time. Right. And I'm like, if you're going to do that for me, do it for every other teammate yeah. because it's just my mom. You I know? imagine I mean, there I are other it. girls on the team too whose parents were former gymnasts too. There had to have been. Exactly. Right. No, for sure. For sure. And and like I get it. I From a TV standpoint, I understand what they're doing. But at the same time, like it's just – it was beating a dead horse for me. I'm like, right. okay, another time. Here we go. And you mentioned how she was just mom. Yeah. Did she ever coach you at any point or she was just like, nope. this is your sport I'm going to let you learn the way I learned. Absolutely. This, you know? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was strictly a mom daughter relationship, never a coach involved. That's so cool. I love that. I mean, awesome. Even I, like I, I played college ball, that's all, but I'm like, you know what? If I have a kid, like a boy, like I don't even know if I want to coach him like in peewees or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. I just want to let him like go and play, you know? Cause I don't want to mix in the parenting and sport For like, sure. m- mixing, you know, family and business, that kind of deal. Exactly. I, I feel like it's just best and more natural for a kid. Absolutely. To Absolutely. That's amazing. I think, I think as athletes, we've, I mean, especially being done, I think we've finally realized like life isn't all sports. Yeah. It's like not even close. Like yeah. it's, it's a great segue. It's a great foundation. It can give you so much opportunity, but like life goes on. Like yeah. I did gymnastics for 20 years and it's done and I'm done. And that's it's like, crazy. who am I now? What am I doing now? So I think that's a really good way to look at it is, is like, just like let your kid do, do their thing. Cause that's not what life's all about. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So we go, we're at LSU and we hit on, on your, your routine. How was transitioning into like a, into like a D one sport from yeah. high school? Just you know, you had you would go to your gym and practice, but now you're at a, at a college. You're a D one athlete. You have class. You have set, you have a coach. You know, structuring everything. Yeah. How was the transition? Was competition any different, or was it just like the aura of competition that made it different? Explain that. Yeah. The transition, the, the the only thing I can say, I've, I've had this question before, it's so different. It's just so really? different. Gymnastics in like the JO level mm-hmm. is very individual, very individual. It's not team oriented mm-hmm. barely at all. I mean, it is, you can win a team award, but no one really, no one, that's not really what you're striving yeah. for. Um, you get to college, it's all team. It is all about the team. I mean, yeah, you can get individual, but it really does flip flop. Um, but it is just, it's a whole new ball game. I mean, it really is. There's so much to take in. Um, it's really like a whole new world of gymnastics. And for a lot of girls, that is so good for them. Like it's refreshing and it kind of makes them find that love again for the sport just because, I mean, the rest of the earlier part of your life, you were doing the same thing over and over and over and again. And this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you get to college and it's, it's fun. It's finally fun. See, that's awesome. Yeah. A lot of people... I feel like a lot of people get to college and they're like, ugh. It's like, the opposite. Yeah. It's the opposite. There's so many kids it's that like I've high school had was so fun. that have fallen out of the sport just because they get to college and they're like, I can't do this. Yeah, like I they, can't like do this, this every day. The fun this is sucked sucks. out of it. Yeah. Hmm. But I think there's also an aspect of like, 
you know what you're getting yourself into. For sure. And you have to make a decision of like, That's I have it. to learn to love this. That's and it. let yourself learn to love the, like this process. Like, I have to learn to you love embrace the grind. waking Trust up the yeah. at 5 a.m. to work yeah. out. No one loves class. that. No, no one loves that. And I think that's ha- having that mindset. Like, no, you know what? This does suck. Like, waking up at 6 for weight sucks. But like, this is going to make me better. And like, this is part of it. And just and go along with when it. When you're in the heat of competition and you're with your teams cheering on. Oh then, then you think about it. You're like, this is so worth it. So worth it. It's so, so fun. So fun. We could have got a question. So, do you remember? I, I love asking this question. Okay. One, like your first, like, do you remember the first time you were at LSU and you like, what you were like doing like a floor routine yeah. and you're like, oh my god, like, like there's yesterday. thousands of people. Like, I'm about to do a great dope question. Flip. Yeah, yeah, like this. And, is so, I'm like reminiscing right now. Yeah. And the feeling after you, yeah, oh, finish like your first you one, it, you you're go, like, wow, boom. like I'm yeah. done. And like, I got like, it out of the way. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, I remember like it was yesterday. Actually. It, Ah, best feeling ever. Best feeling ever. I always said that there's nothing, there's no greater feeling than representing that school mm-hmm. with those, with those awesome. letters on you, right? It's, there's just, I always told my team this, because gymnastics, we have a small team. Like, you guys have huge teams. Yeah. Baseball's, like, ginormous. But we yeah. have, like, 15 girls. Like, that's yeah. nothing. So I used to always tight. tell my that's team, sick. it is, it's really cool. It's a really um, strong bond we have. See, that's why like, I love knit. basketball. Because yeah, basketball, just like um, your squad, it was, like, 11 of us. Yeah. And we just... Did everything together. Everything we together. Ate, we died together. Even outside we of woke up. Everything. We you do everything. Every People day. didn't get that. Yeah, it's yeah. like these are my best friends. Like yeah. I don't know. We spend so much time together. Yeah. We have to like each other. Like right. I love them. But I used to tell them like, fifteen of us. This university wanted us. Like out of the entire country. Like we were picked for this school. Like there's no better feeling. And that's what really like fueled me to compete. Awesome. But I remember my first routine. This just popped in my head when we're talking about just like how close y'all are. I love seeing a floor routine. And seeing in the background the, your team doing it with yes, you. Yes, you know, yes, yes. You can just tell like how much time you spent on it and how much time they spent with you watching you practice oh gosh, day in yeah. and day out that they know it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they know yes. what you're about to throw. They know what you're about to do. They know your dance move. They know the music. And I, I think that brings a smile to my face Oh my gosh. Time. You're like, I have butterflies. I love that like people outside of the community of gymnastics notice that. Yeah. Like that's what makes me so happy because that means so much to us because that's so true. Like it's a real, as cliche as it sounds, sisterhood, but it is. Like it is. Like <laughs> It's just, like you said, like the bad days, the good days we've been through all together. And like in that moment, like you are so supported by your yeah. team. It's, it's an incredible feeling. I mean, it's it literally, is. it's literally like our fraternity, your sorority. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Is. Yeah. Like I, and, and there you'll see like ran and this was at Baylor too, but like girls will join sororities when they're already on like a sports team. I'm like, that is, yeah. I, yeah. That's a oh, lot. Like that is a lot. And like, don't you already take have advantage, like, your girls? Take advantage yeah. of your sorority that you already have. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Ooh, I can we, go off on that one. We, we mentioned, uh, you know, two-time All-American. You're a great athlete, great gymnast, but you also suffered an injury. I did. Best thing of my life. Best thing of your Best life. Best thing of my life. I love that. Put, give it to us. What was it? And, and explain just the, the you know, recovery I'm process and, and what came, about, came from this. Yeah. So... Just to preface, I was never one of those athletes who was injured, like ever. Like, I mean, ankle sprains, yeah. stress fractures, but like that never. That come with the sport. That come with the yeah. sport naturally, but never anything that was like, you're going to have to have surgery. You're going to be like, I've never done that process before. Okay. Um, and I get to college and I've suffered my first major injury. And I kind of thought I was in the clear. I was like, I mean, it's a college. Like, yeah. I'm going to be fine. My body feels pretty good. I'm mm-hmm. fine. Um, wasn't fine. Day back from Thanksgiving break, 2018, I tear my Achilles. Like, Crazy, crazy. See, that the Achilles injury. Oh, like, it was literally my biggest fear. It was my biggest fear. Like I have three mm, biggest fears, and that was one of them. Uh, can so. you tell us 
was there a noise that came with oh, it? Yeah. Did you, like, I can see it like it happened wait, so yesterday. Can you just ta- yeah, can you just take us yeah, through? Yeah, like, take it through. I'll take you through. So, happened? like a month prior. Okay, first of all, I, I know I'm sitting. You can't really tell, but I'm five foot one. I'm pretty. I'm like a mini Hulk. I'm very structurally. <laughs> you're a gymnast. Boom. I'm you're, very you're, dense. You're a gymnast. I'm a gymnast. Yeah, yeah. Picture a gymnast. It's me. Hey. So I'm my muscles like the way my fascia runs. I'm using like proper terms yeah, but medical terms. the way my Jerry's muscles the way, yeah, yeah triple bypass what is that about <laughs> the way my muscles are structured i'm very very tight so i've always had like super tight muscles but the month before i tore my achilles my calf was killing me like super duper tight and like again because that's how my body was like i wasn't too concerned i'm like okay i'll just stretch it more whatever mm-hmm. but then we had thanksgiving break so i had a few days off come back to the gym it's hurting the exact same i'm like Okay, some something's wrong. I shouldn't be feeling this way after a couple of days of rest. You guys, you guys know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so we. You can tell when there's something wrong, and then there's something like ah. You're this like, is, yeah, I'm fine. It's yeah. just a little tweak. I'll be, I'll be good. I'll, I'll work through it. Um, couldn't work through this one. So I, uh, so our coaches, um, we all started on floor together, and they're like, okay, like you know, first day back from break, we're gonna get into this together, like easy. So we were just warming up our tumbling, and I did a pass, and I landed, and I was like, mm, that kind of feels weird. Like mm-hmm. it kind of, like this was the way I described it. Kind of felt like rubber. Like it felt like I couldn't move my foot like if you like punch your foot off the floor your calf contracts i felt like i couldn't do that um and so i was like hey like whatever i'm fine like shake it off athlete mentality i'm fine tape it up tuck it up right rub some dirt on it rub some dirt on some spit just get it going so (laughs) i went to uh go again and i'm tumbling and i'm literally punching into the air and i hear like i mean people say it sounds like a gunshot i mean it does it sounds like a very loud like deep pop and it felt like so the way we were tumbling is picture the gymnastics floor yeah we had like softer mats right on the end so you would tumble into the softer mat and you know less wear and tear on your body it felt like i got my foot stuck between the floor and that mat like in a crack it felt like i got my heel stuck Mm -hmm. so literally i'm in the air and i'm like doing my flip and i'm twisting and i'm like asking myself i'm like okay something just happened so now I have to figure out how to not land on my head and break uh, my neck. So what am I? So like this is all in a nanosecond. I'm thinking you guys. about like like I'm in like movie like cinema mode Slow now. Slow mo. Like tight shot. Literally. McKenna's yes. flipping and she knows something's wrong and she's like I gotta think I gotta yes. think I gotta think and then it goes to fe- like regular motion. Dude, like, that is that's what I see in my own brain. That's I'm so glad you could put words to that because that's exactly how it was. Like literally slow motion. I'm like, okay, how do I not land on my head? And I, by the grace of God, I mean, Jesus must have like spotted me or something. <laughs> I landed on my knees and I immediately rolled back and grabbed my leg. I was like, my Achilles. Yeah. So. Oh, you and then you knew it. Oh, yeah, I knew right. immediately. My leg felt like it was on fire oh my gosh terrible 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 so what was that recovery like the road of recovery yeah. what was that and then when i say what that what year was that by the way 2018 so were you a soft- i was a junior junior i was gonna be yeah i was a junior that so year. when i say reco- road to recovery like obviously the rehab process that goes with that but also you have it's hard because you you're not used to doing rehab, but sometimes people are like find like this other side of themselves or, or something yeah. uh, comes from, you know, by the grace of God, like something else comes up in your life and puts other things in perspective. No, and that's exactly what happened. And that's why I said this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, I think a lot of athletes tie them like their identity and their sport. And mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think I was that girl. And I very much was until I did this. Yeah. I like learned like there's so much more to myself and to life than tearing or not tearing your kids then to your sport yeah uh, but the recovery process itself a lot of people tell me like, it's gonna be hard it's gonna be tough i really like i don't remember ever being like this is so hard like yeah 
I think the hardest part was like not the little things of building back the muscle because I had plenty of time. I was going to miss the season. Yeah. So like I could take it day by day. Um, but getting back into actual gymnastics and not being afraid that something else Thinking would happen or the like other one would conscious. go. Yeah. That's what was scary is I was like, oh my gosh, compensation. Like, is this one going to go? And the other one actually was bothering me my senior year. So I was terrified, terrifying. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. But I, um, I ultimately came down to the decision like, you know, McKenna, you have a choice. Are you going to embrace this injury or are you going to let it embrace you? And I was just like, I'm just going to show up every day, be the best that I can be. I'm going to be the best teammate, be the best daughter, student. I mean, I'm still me. I'm still, yeah. there's so many other things that I'm still doing in my life. Like I'll just take it day by day. And I can say that that was maybe one of the best years of my life. Like I was so in tune with myself and with God and with the people around me. Mm-hmm. I was just so on fire for life yeah. and so happy um, it's just crazy that, you know, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to yeah. like find your way back to the top. I love that you found like the, just the, the simplicity of like how great other things are. And cause I hear, I have friends, you know, Tommy John's a big thing in yeah. baseball, but you know, people take their injuries. So end of the guess, world, end of yeah, the world. End of world. And so they rush back or mm-hmm. they try and then they get hurt again. And I love how you said like, you're just like, I know I'm out this season. I know I'm out. You so, have to have so that my, mindset. my rehab, you know. Obviously, it's tough, but you're like it, it, you didn't take it where it's like okay, like I have to get back, I have to get back. You're yeah. like no, like I'm trusting I'm, the process. I'm gonna get. I'm there. gonna get back, but yeah. by you get back by trusting the process, right? Exactly. You don't, you don't, you can't. You you got to walk before you run, you yeah. know. And you have to have that realistic mindset of like, yeah, this sucks, but this is it, and this is what I have to do to get there. So just you might as well be happy, you know. Absolutely, that's so cool. Okay, going to like the lighter side of uh, of college. <laughs> Who who did the gymnastics team hang out with? Oh gosh, the baseball oh, boys. Bingo was his name. That was <laughs> that was such the cliche. It was gymnastics and G- baseball. The gymnastics girl and the baseball guys. No, literally, like we all dated baseball players. Yeah, my freshman year, I dated a pitcher. Um, oh, did he throw hard? I don't remember. I, I knew nothing. Mid nineties, because I'm always maybe? I'm always used I'm, he's to. At LSU, so maybe. I'm always used to like I think at West Virginia. West Virginia is different, but like a lot, soccer girls and baseball guys mm-hmm. a lot. Um, yeah, we didn't have soccer. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. I meant men's. Sorry, I was thinking men's. Oh, it was men's we, soccer? No, we don't have men's soccer. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely have women's soccer. Uh, but we didn't have... I mean, we had Acra, Baylor. Yeah. But I wasn't... It, it was usually like soccer or or another sport that was usually with the baseball team, but... Soccer. Soccer. <laughs> uh, soccer. G- gymnasts and baseball. Yeah. That was like That was thing. the cliche. Yep. Really? Yep. Like, that's so funny. I mean, that's it was so funny. funny. That's really how... Like... Oh my gosh, I remember like being, especially being a freshman, you just kind of go with the flow and do what like the upperclassmen do. And literally the girls would be like texting, okay, like we'd be, we'd be texting like baseball boys and be like, okay, we're going here. And like the baseball team would show up. Like wherever the gymnasts were, the baseball players would be sure to follow. The roster, the baseball roster up on your phone. (laughs) You're like, I've got so many quick because I've played with some LSU guys in summer ball and I obviously played LSU. Oh my gosh, yeah. So we got to talk later about who we know. Yeah, that'd be fun. I always find out mutual friends. Yeah. Okay, so we're transitioning from college to post-college, which is interesting because we, we talked about the levels of gymnastics mm-hmm. and how like elite is, kind of, I guess you would say like the professional. Yeah, you could say um, that. But when you were finishing up senior year, graduating, what do you have in mind? Like, what was your, like, you thought, like, where am I going? Like, what yeah. am I doing? Immediately, well, I got, I got a degree in psychology. Mm-hmm. So getting, getting that originally, I wanted to be a psychologist, but as I kind of like 
figured out who I am as a person, I would not be good in that office setting. Like, if I had a patient come in and, like, it's been six weeks, I'd be like, you've been here for six weeks, there's been no progress, get over it. Like, that's not the mentality a psychologist should have. So people the gymnast comes out. Then the yeah. gymnast, athlete, gymnast athlete, 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 athlete mentality comes out. comes out. They're like, oh my god. Like, this. so, I was like, quickly, this is not gonna be for me. Um, but I got into psychology because, like, I, the passion of my heart is helping people, just helping people to be the best they can be. And, like, that's what, that's what drives me to do anything and everything. Like, honestly, I don't care what my job's going to be. I don't care what, what I'm doing. I'd be picking up trash as long as I'm literally like just seeing people and talking with people. And and if I can put a smile on their face, if I can help them through something like that's what I want to do. Um, so so for, it's like a psychologist, except for like not. That's what, in it, the that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like the same, the same mentality. And, and learning about the brain is the coolest thing ever. I had so much fun with that degree, but, um, could you re-ask the question? Yeah, yeah. I forgot. Uh, I got on a tangent there. So you, you're talking about how you love oh, helping people. Oh, what I did after college, though. Yes, Immediately. What you did. I got into motivational speaking. Since my, uh, when I tore my Achilles, Whoa. it was literally the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like, um, on a, on a faith status, like, God rewrote my life. Like, yeah. just really redeclared his authority in my life. And I just, it changed me as a person. And I was like, this is, obviously things happen for a reason. Yeah. And I want to tell people, like, especially for athletes, like you were saying, like, a lot of athletes, like, it's end all be all for them. And yeah. like, that, that you don't, ha- that your, words are hard. Your story you're in charge of your story. You're the author of your story. You write your story, not your injury. And so that was like, my mission was just to talk to athletes and and churches too, of like, guys, you're in charge of your story. Like don't let a fear of a skill or an injury or anything define what your journey is going to look like. Cause you're in charge of that. You make decisions along the way. So motivational speaking is what I got into. This is, I think I'm done talking for the rest of the freaking podcast. I, I just want to listen now. The energy she gives off. No, like, I got like, You feel like empowered. Can you like, tell this is my passion? Cow. I'm like, oh yeah. Yes. I get did. really heated about this. Okay. I so I also want to mention, I, you have a big social presence in the gym world. Sure. And a blue check. Which comes with the blue check. <laughs> and when did that start? When did you like realize, okay, like, yeah, I have a big following in this sport. Yeah. Um, and when do were you like, you know what, I'm going to, you know, use this to my advantage to For help sure. people. This is actually a super interesting question um, on the postgraduate side of things. In college, it's like each year as gymnastics, like, I mean, you go freshman, stop, you know, yeah. as you climb, like I started getting more followers um, and obviously who my mom is, that helps too. Right. Um, but especially with my Achilles, like I just like. I'm a, I love quotes. I'm super big into quotes. Like anything I read that moves me and like challenges me to be a better person, I love. Is that you? This man and I has wanna... a quote page on his on his phone that dates back to like six years. Anything that that just like Say, clicks like, in his mind that makes quote. him laugh or like empowers I him. Like he's like, I have that. to write it down. Okay, so I'm I it's not so much like I'm writing things down. Like I have books with quotes. Like I'll Google like whatever I'm feeling that day. I'm like, hey, what do I need to remind myself of? And I'll Google quotes and I'll just keep scrolling until I find one that like moves me. Mm-hmm. And I love that. So I'll share it on my social media. And like I started doing that every day, yeah. especially with my Achilles. Like I had so much time to pour into other people. And like that's what I was so focused on doing. Um, and that's really when my following like really started picking up and people really enjoyed my page I would get so many messages like you're so inspirational like thank you for posting these things and it's like you don't realize the impact you're making or the things you're doing um you know as far as like inspiration and things that move you like you go through things in life to help other people and so that was kind of my mission um in terms of the following but post-graduation it's it's been definitely difficult I just took like a hiatus just because I've kind of 
struggled with like, what, what are my intentions now? Is this about mm-hmm. me or is this about helping people? And so I've kind of had to redefine that line. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, from my side of it, I think you're doing a great job at it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so much oh, that, yeah. in fact, my, on top of it. my cousin in Virginia, DC area, she, I mean, she knew, she knows who you are. She follows you. Aww. She, she's committed to a division three for gymnastics. Wait, where? In Westchester. Get Westchester. out. Yeah. And, wow. And so she, she knows you. I've, I've, I've let her know, Hey, like I'm hanging out with McKenna. And she's like, Oh my gosh, it's so, so awesome. So like, just, so I just know from like outside of sure. our world of knowing you and just submerging myself with my family outside the state and like realizing like the impact you have that, yeah. in this sport outside of the state. It's I'm like, really this is cool. incredible. This it's is really so cool. awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And that and that's where I'm just grateful for sport because it's like it gives you a platform, not not for you. It's mm-hmm. not about you ever. Nothing's about you. It's about what you can do for others. And right. that that's really cool. So thanks for sharing yeah, that. Absolutely. How do you so you're coaching right now, but also, like I said, you have this social presence and you engage with your social, uh, your followers and, and, and keeping, you know, your McKenna Kelly, you know, fans, but you also, you have your life at the gym. Yeah. Is there like a balancing? That's been really kind hard. Of like mix them, you know? Yeah. I tried, I try. My biggest thing with social media is vulnerability because there's so much strength in vulnerability. I think, mm. I mean, think back to the times Stories, where you felt yeah. so empowered, you felt so connected with someone is when they're being vulnerable, when they're mm-hmm. sharing something that's a really sensitive topic or something yeah. really touchy. And so that's my goal is like, cause people don't want to talk about the, the hard things. They don't want to talk about what's, what's going on in their lives. And it's important that we do because that's the problem with social media is we go on there and you see everyone's happy and it's like, well, I'm really struggling and yeah. there must be something wrong with me. So right. I like to share my struggle. Um, there's strength in that, but, um, it's been hard post-graduation because people still want me to be the kind of the gymnast and I'm not, I'm a 23 year old who's living in Austin, Texas. I'm having fun. Like it's hard to combine the two with, with like sensitivity. All these people see you, you know, as this great gymnast, um, the life you've grown up, but some people can get kind of like this you know, almost like foggy sided of like, Oh, she's like this perfect gymnast. Like she lives this awesome life, but that vulnerability gives them like that sense of like, Oh, she's just, she's She's human too. Exactly. Or she's like our group of friends. Like she's just like us. She's gone through what we're going through right now. And so I think that's what people really latch on to you about. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. So I'm, I'm, I appreciate that a lot. Wait, so do you have gem clout? Explain yeah, explain that what you mean by I, that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like I I don't know. They have haters if that's what you're asking. Yeah, but like, you know, so did Jesus, you know. True. So. Here's here's my take. If you're not ruffling someone's feathers, you're not changing the world. You can't agreed. Please everyone. There's no business, there's no person where you can make everybody happy. No. No, ever, there's no way. Ever, ever, ever. So and I'm gonna transition from the coaching and social presence and then you have your podcast yeah your own podcast Dude. yeah give talk it a shout out real like, quick. like yeah because other than the content too i want to talk about like how you got into sure. it and stuff like that so tell us chalk talk yep chalk and talk what the fit. and what the fit yeah tell us tell whoever's listening like what what right, tune guys. In, what it is um so chalk talk is a gymnastics based podcast um my friend is an espn reporter she a podcast um, um, platform, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, reached out to her saying, Hey, we want to do a gymnastics one. Like who, who do you got? And so, um, she asked me to do it. So that's kind of, that's literally how that one started. Cool. And that was my that's first podcast. Sick. Um, 
we used to do every single week, but since all sports are canceled, it's been really tough for us. Yeah. So we've been going back and recapping like old meets. Cool. Um, but that, so Chalk Talk is gymnastics based. We talked about, we talk about anything college gymnastics and elite gymnastics world. Um, and then what the fit, um, it was, used to be called beyond that. What, what the, the fit? fit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it used to like, be what the fit. Yeah, God, I don't know for sure. My mind's in the gutter. Anyway, um, <laughs> it used to be called Beyond the Game, but we were trying to um, like make that official. And like, there's other podcasts called Beyond the Game, so we're yeah. like, okay, let's change it up. So we're going with What the Fit, a health podcast. Um, and so it's um, my friend Megan Bales and I are doing it. Her dad actually is the doctor. Um, do you guys know the movie Concussion? Yes. Her dad's the doctor, like the brain surgeon, Julian Bales. Um, He's like behind like the whole helmet thing. Like he's obviously super into brains. Right. And so Megan, um, this is crazy. You're going to, you're going to freak out. So Megan and I actually were best friends in West Virginia. We both lived in West Virginia. I know we both, I guess all good things happen in West Virginia. We both lived in West Virginia. (laughs) We were best friends. I moved back to Houston. She moved to Chicago. We both went to LSU. And that's like how we reconnect crazy. That's how we reconnected. Um, she played what? soccer. I was on the gymnastics team and yeah. she, so we've always kind of like kept in contact, I guess, but um, she literally called me like this past summer. and was like, Hey, like my dad wants to start a podcast for, um, they have a new company called brain armor. It's like a supplement pill for brain health. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, they want to sponsor it. Like I'd love for, you know, so us to do cool. it. We're both into like health and fitness and the brain same thing. So armor. brain armor. So sick. So shout out to brain armor. No what the fit podcast. We're still working on the name and stuff. We literally just came up with it. Um, but we just had Lauren Fisher. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Rings a bell. She's like cre- like seven time CrossFit champion. Like she's oh, maybe not God. champion, but like played in the game like she's crazy cool wow um super like 1.2 million followers on instagram we just what? had her on we were like i was behind the mic Jared, like fangirling what it was nuts so we're we're starting we're like you guys like we've only done like four episodes so oh, we're, really? we're still new to to what the fit too um but yeah it's been it's been really really fun how fun is it it's so fun it's so podcast fun great. yeah know, the gymnastics right? one's a little bit like for me just because my whole life's been gymnastics yeah. but the what the fit one's really really fun it's a good time it's fun sitting down so I've been telling people, like I we've we've interviewed some of like my good pals, and I've learned stuff about them that I never knew. Yeah. And I think it's just the platform of sitting down, and just the structured interview of getting to know this person, where you can shoot questions at them that you usually wouldn't sh- like For shoot sure. to them whenever you're just hanging yeah. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? it's a little deeper. So, so that's why I love being able to sit down with you and other people and getting to know you and you know what your life was really about that people might not have understood or or, or realized before this you know yeah. so I think uh, that's why I've I've enjoyed doing podcasts and and the fact that you have two that's unbelievable that's really cool <laughs> thanks uh, and then I was gonna ask also apart from the content side do you edit all these like what what who my, we were talking about microphones earlier, so yeah. I don't know. And we were talking about how you do it. Like, what's y'all's my um, My co-host for the gymnastics one, she does all the editing for that cool. one. Um, but the What the Fit one I do. Really? Awesome. Yeah. How's it been? It's been easy. It's been really easy. It's you just It's bad. really not that bad. It's really not. Um, it only gets tricky when, like, you do have to cut things out. You have to, like, mm-hmm. find yeah. where that part is. Yeah. Um, but it's it's been fine. It's been totally fine. You had somebody with 1.2 million followers. No, dude, we were literally fangirling. <laughs> no, do, do you have like a million followers? 
No, not oh, okay. even. Not even. Okay, I didn't. Not I, even. I, I didn't I'm actually know. losing followers because I haven't been on Instagram. As I, much. I, I didn't know. I just needed to know. So, if I needed so a that's kind of like why whenever I asked about you know balancing like keeping up like your engagement and stuff, it's crazy because. If you don't engage as much, it's crazy. Oh my like, how gosh. People just like stop If I don't post gymnastics pictures, people are like, eh, not interested. Exactly. I'm like, I'm a human. Exactly. I have a life. I want to go to restaurants. It's like business versus pleasure. Like, <laughs> some, like, And so, wow. Yeah. I didn't see the social media things. Like, I, really I really, I'm not a fan of it. I used to be, but it just, it almost became a burden because, right. because like I knew what I was doing was impacting people. And so I started wearing that as like a, oh my gosh, I need to. And when I wasn't in a good place in my life, that felt even worse. I felt fake and I, oh, it just became yeah. this whole thing. So I like am just getting back on Instagram, <laughs> feeling good about it. Whenever anybody asks me about social media, I just need to, they need to listen to this podcast because this is how I feel, but I just can't express it because <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> We're talking about how Jared is the most pop culture, pop culture uh, you know, educated person, and but Jared doesn't have social media except for TikTok. I've got TikTok. That is sick, <laughs> and I understand that it's bad for me, but me. I need to get off of TikTok. I think. Jared, do you have uh, any other questions? Like, dude, out, out of the I've box? just been like, I, my brain's been rolling this like last twenty minutes. Like, oh my god, there's so much I've learned. But so one question I have is like. When you're ever at like a social scene, like say somewhere, say bar, restaurant, do you ever just pull out like the the backflip? Can't say that I do. Really? No. Mm. <laughs> Those days are over. It's not my party trick anymore, folks. So it used to be the party trick. Yeah, now it's oh. shotgunning. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally, <laughs> totally kidding. Um, so you used to pull out the uh, double backflip? Double, du- no, the triple bypass. The triple, triple bypass. You used to pull out the, tri- bar. the triple bypass <laughs> at a bar? Imagine like, me like liposuctioning someone. <laughs> your, your back pocket scalpel. Let me, let me just see. cut open someone. I start doing every surgery questions. known to man on people. <laughs> Um, oh, by the way, go Houston Baptist Huskies. You know my dad used to coach there? Okay. He coached football there. He um, just resigned. That's this season? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jared, you can't see it, but you can't no. approach him yeah, anymore. Yeah. He's like, hey, no. Uh, <laughs> no. I was going to say go Huskies and throw up. Um, go Huskies. Dogs up. I'll do um, it you. <laughs> dogs up. Um, there you go. A little late, but you did it. Okay. Um, so, wow. I've got a lot of... What okay? This is a question. What's like the coolest thing you can do in so vague? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where do like, I start? Like, what's the coolest thing what you can do set? on the floor? Like, is there something that like what's your like most like Difficult wow? Skill? Yeah, okay. like what's something you've like you're like proud to be like oh I like was practicing at this for a yes. while and I finally hit the yes. Yeah. Um, on floor it was called a double double. Um, which is a double twisting double back. So picture, um, you guys know what a double back is? Like where the girl does two flips in the air. Okay, that's very so that's, interesting. So that's a already. double back. Like it's very, it's very what it's called is yeah. like what you, okay. you know, like so picture a, a back, back picture a back tuck. Okay. Okay, a double back. So one, two, and then you land, right? Okay. Okay, I twisted the first one and twisted the second one. So it's so like it's a, a seven twenty double twisting double back. No, because each flip has a whole full twist. So 360, 360, while you're doing a double, two, a double back. Anyway. Wow. Yeah, Wait, I so, very cool so how did you, you obviously have to get momentum for that. So is that Just the one, like a is, that, is that the one where you run and you put your hands up and you go like, boom, and you, do you go off your hands or go off your feet? 
floor, you use both. So like you'll, you'll use your arms to push off onto your feet, but I guess you're punching to flip. Oh, sorry. You're punching to flip um, from your feet. Okay. Wow. How do, so the first, like, how do you even, the first time you think about that, how do you even like try that? Do you do it into the pit? Yeah. Okay. You do it into open yeah, zone pit. Say, yeah, yeah, for sure. You, like, no, uh, then you just constantly yeah, yeah. for the best. No, definitely not. Um, I was one of those athletes, though, especially with floor. I, I loved just trying new things. So I would just throw anything and everything into the open just foam and just, it. yeah, just see what, see how it goes. Um, do you know yeah. Simone Biles? I do know Simone Biles. Really? I well, do. she's H-Town. I is she? Yes, she, she is. Like, is. I, I mean, other than just being in the gym world, like, and you're in Houston, like, I, I would have been yeah. shocked. Right, right. Do you all ever hang out? No. We do not. We do not. That, that's so cool. Simone Biles is sick. <laughs> She's insane. Like, that's, Action's insane. That's um, like really you guys cool. definitely think she is like not like you in general, but like people in general. But like to the gymnastics world, it is so much crazier because the skills she does, it's like no one's even thought to do. Like really? she, oh really? my, it is like literally how how are you doing that? And like not only is she doing it, like it's perfect, and it's like. Oh my gosh, like it's a, a whole it's, thing. It's almost like a, another X game. No, yeah, where like, it's like, just, like the X like Sean White throws yeah. like this unreal trick where he on like, did the, the double. Yes. You're, like, yeah. you're like, he did the how is my body moving? No, that, yeah. that, is, that much. That is literally how the gymnastics world so, is Simone. It's just like, it's just Simone. Like everyone show up to a competition, just give Simone her gold medal. She doesn't need to compete. I want to go to good a competition so bad. Does Simone? Good luck for second. We should go. We should go to an LSU meet. That would be awesome. So does Simone do stuff that has never been done before? Yeah. And how does she create it? Is she just like wild? She just like it. it's yeah. She just sends it, man. Yeah. So it, she just I feel practices like it, stuff. Yeah. That's you just so you kind of cool. take what you already do and you see how you can make it harder. Mm-hmm. So imagine like the thought process of Simone Biles. I can't. There is and, like, none. There's none. Her being like, okay, well, like I'm gonna do this double backflip, but I'm also gonna try to throw in like the whatever yep, yep, yep. the seven turns like, i do i just want to say this like this explains simone um she there's a video of her tumbling in socks so i don't know if you guys know when you're like walking on carpet how slippery it is yeah. with like socks on like she was flipping with socks on and was complete that's just like crazy that's some swag it's just nuts like <laughs> that, she's she's a whole nother a whole nother thing it's amazing holy crap wow well we've been going for an hour 20 Felt felt like ten minutes. Um, so usually we ended up we end up with like what the future holds, like goals that you have, yeah. that you, you know that that are on your mind right now, um, and then just any updates that you have. Sure. Um, you can throw out some podcast updates. Yeah. Some IG updates. Love it. Uh, Love it. And then any shout outs you want to give to any family or friends. So nice. Um... Well, shout out to Shayla and Wyatt for coming in this weekend and getting me a TV. That was crazy nice, but also... We got to figure out the wall thing. Got to figure out the wall thing. Wyatt, you got to come back and install it for me. (laughs) Um, Don't have a power drill. Anyway, um, dreams. What's next? Um, I kind of touched on this earlier, but I, again, I don't really care what my career is. I just, I just want to help people and whatever... And make money. I want to be successful. But whatever facet that is, wherever life takes me and what doors open... Um, that's good. Even if it's in parkour, even if it's in parkour, man, even if it's in parkour, if I'm making bank, I'll be like, absolutely. Let's do it where <laughs> I sign. Um, I've actually been thinking about going back to school, um, for something in the medical field would be cool. Um, but it, just interacting with people, yeah. making people's lives better. Absolutely. That's so cool. 
Well, thank you. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. First girl, let's go. First girl, great first lady. This there's a standard. There's a (laughs) that was funny. There's a uh, standard. Like the girl, the first girl was great. They're like the second girl set the bar high. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I mean the second girl's gonna be great. We obviously shoot for stars when it comes to like guests, but like I don't know who the second lady is, and I don't know if she's gonna be. She's not. We're doing ASMR now. I'm (laughs) sorry. Everybody, get ready right, for your second. We're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna wrap this up. McKenna, thank you again. Thank you guys so much. Thank Absolutely. you, McKenna. Thanks for including me in the loop. Yeah, we're officially inside the loop now. Officially inside the loop.